Welcome to the Pain With Me podcast. This is where we'll talk everything periods, pain, energy around the uterus, working while on your period, various uterine and health-related conditions, and so much more. Hello, and welcome back for this week's episode. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm currently on my period, currently feeling disappointed and a little bit frustrated and annoyed. So let's get into it. Please excuse my voice if it sounds a little bit different. The hot cold that's been happening lately is getting to my throat, I believe. So that's super fun. (laughs) Um... I've been doing a lot of digging and asking questions to the people around me and online, and the answers I'm receiving are aggravating at best, disgusting and wrong, and many other words at least. I've been asking how people were taught about their periods, what was explained to them, what they learned from their parents and from schools, and the answers are varying in nature. What's the most aggravating, though, is the misinformation that I'm hearing as responses and seeing online. Let's start with what people are hearing or learning from their parents. For some people, it's literally nothing. Listen, I can't blame them. Okay, it was and still is, really, taboo to talk about your period, a period, or any bodily function. It's not something we can blame people for when they weren't taught or told about their own body. In the last 40 to 50 years, things have changed so much in society. Even 20, 10 years. Talking about periods is still not quite there yet. It's just so sad to me that people, especially people I know, didn't have the opportunity I did to learn about my body and ask my mom questions openly and without judgment. If she didn't know the answer, she would find out. She would never judge me and always reassured me that asking about my body is normal. Luckily, my aunt did the same thing as well. However, there's also a certain extent to what their knowledge was because they weren't taught that much either, and they're not scientists or healthcare professionals. A parent should never make you feel guilty when asking about your body. And again, I'm not saying this to shame any parents out there. But I'm saying this so that if you are a parent, maybe try making sure your child knows now or in the future, depending how old they are, that they can ask about their body and that it's normal to. It's so much better to be able to ask and have someone that they can confide in than to have absolutely no one and feel lost. Also, let's keep in mind that so many folks over 50 were told not to discuss their body in public. And public usually meant in front of anyone, anyone that wasn't just themselves. Not only that, periods were always seen as a nuisance, as gross. No matter where you look, periods were always seen as disgusting. In films, in the media... Either they were something people had to deal with or something people ignored and companies decided to run ads of people on their period playing tennis and being super happy. No matter where you look, there's always been misinformation and misrepresentation of periods and what it's like to have one. I want to end that. I want to help to end that. So listen up. Periods are not gross. Period is not a dirty word. If you are born with a uterus, your body literally needs to have a period, okay? What isn't normal is pain, is being told that your pain is normal. It's being cast aside and written off because you want to talk about your period or learn about your own damn body. Those are all things that are not normal. I know I've touched that subject before in a recent episode, that it's perfectly fine to ask about your body and that we should be taught more, but this has really got to start changing. 
Our youth deserves to know what the hell is going on with their body. They need to be able to have access to proper and correct information so they can stay healthy and give their body what it needs and stay clean. Proper period hygiene is something that isn't taught. If your parent does not know, how are they going to teach you? If your school doesn't have a program for that, how the hell are they going to teach you? Are you going to spend the first 10 years of your period not cleaning yourself properly, not using the proper products? How are you supposed to know what you need based on your flow or based on the amount of pain that you might have? Tampons sometimes hurt people with endometriosis. What if you need pads and period underwear? My mother-in-law never used tampons. It's not something that they really have in Algeria. Well, they didn't for a long time and they do now. How was she supposed to teach her daughters how to use tampons when she didn't know herself? When she didn't even know that that's what they wanted? We can't blame someone for what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know, right? Same goes for everybody. But the world is changing and we need to be okay talking about our bodies. What if someone doesn't know pain isn't normal and doesn't go for a diagnosis for years and they end up having endometriosis? or PMDD, or PCOS, or an extremely painful pelvic floor condition like vaginismus. I'm not saying schools need to teach absolutely every condition, but they need to teach the basics. Again, how to have proper hygiene, what periods are, why they happen, what a quote-unquote regular period is supposed to be, the effects of hormonal birth control, proper and improper diet, different hormones that you can keep track of and that you need to keep track of, different period products you can use, and their varying effects and risks on your body like toxic shock syndrome. I sure as hell didn't learn about TSS in school. My doctor didn't tell me about TSS either, yet he had no issue prescribing hormonal birth control. The one I mentioned in another episode that got recalled? Yeah. It's all so messed up. Somewhere along the line, people started caring and focusing about money more, And that didn't change when it came to health, especially women, women plus, and those with uteruses health. We already know that. Look at the pricing of everything these days. People can't even afford to live. I'm very much aware. But something has got to give. Misinformation is also something we really need to touch on. The amount of misinformation out there is nauseating. I made a video recently of me reviewing an online article and I did it with humor because honestly, at some point you kind of have to laugh at it, but it's maddening. I've seen so much worse than that. I read yesterday that this person was told by her science teacher in school that people who menstruate have to avoid iced items and cold drinks like ice cream or a slushy because the blood can become chunky. What? What the actual fuck? A science teacher. On the same article, I also read someone sharing a story that happened to her where she went to go visit her brother and her sister-in-law's newborn, and her brother didn't allow her to hold the baby because she was on her period, and he said that she would pass the pain on to the baby, which is quite similar to an old wives' tale about periods. And, um... Yeah, I have nothing else to say about that. That's just absolutely trash. 
there's just so much misinformation, so much misunderstanding. And I just want to know where it's coming from. Is it these cis men who are incorrectly teaching things about the uterus and menstruation? Is it people who are just assuming things and rolling with it as if they're geniuses? Because listen, we already know some of those types of people. Is it someone teaching incorrect information online? Is it the lack of teaching? Is it the lack of the education in the school system and people kind of have to fill in the blanks? Like what's happening here? Where's the source or are there multiple sources? I need to know because we need to fix it. So if I could ask you to fill out that form in my bio, I always link it in the show notes. I always link it on my socials. It's a form about a period story. Share with me. Tell me anything. Tell me whatever period story you want. I read that this person didn't understand that periods were cycles and that it came most mostly the time the same time every single month which that to me okay i understand that maybe you don't know that i get that because it's not super clear that makes sense as misinformation and that isn't harmful but the harmful ones are the ones where people think that we're exaggerating or people think that we actually can control our menstruation and our flow someone else asked or assumed that a tampon acted like a cork and that when one is removed, you have to replace it extremely quickly in fear of bleeding out. As though our period flows like a bottle of wine being poured out. What the F are these morons being taught? It's so aggravating to see what partners are also asking of their menstruating partners. Someone asked if they could delay their period because it was quote unquote annoying. Oh, I'm sorry. It's inconvenient for you that I'm bleeding? Oh my gosh. Please tell me more, Chad. Shut up. Like, are you kidding me? This is why that whole narrative of, oh my God, being kicked in the balls is worse than being on your period. Can you not? Seriously, how about we not start comparing pain? How about we don't do that? Because let's break it down here. There have been multiple, multiple examples and simulations and there's period simulators and people are not able to try it on and go past level five when there are 10 damn levels in a period simulator. We've all seen the videos, okay? The company some days does it at the Calgary Stampede and it's freaking amazing. I love watching the videos. (laughs) I love seeing these people who weren't born with uteruses finally see what it's like for even like a minute. And so I ask, could you imagine having that for four days straight, five days straight, all day, every day? And then imagine having to go to work, go to the groceries, even just take a shower. They can't even get up when they do it, when they do the simulator. How the hell do you expect to do anything if you can't get up? Well, we do. Okay. We have to get up. We have to freaking get up because society makes us get up. I have to wake up and I still have to go walk my dog and I have to do every single thing. And I am so lucky that I have my husband because when I'm on my period, he doesn't let me do a single freaking thing. And it's always been that way. I didn't have to ask him. I didn't have to show him how painful my period was. It's just always been that way. 
with us because he knows. And you know what? He taught himself. He looked it up. He took initiative because he wasn't taught in school. He has two younger sisters and he taught himself. He looked everything up that he needed to know about a period and what was available for him. So you can't tell me that it's just because you weren't taught. At some point, you need to be an adult and you need to go look things up or you need to ask questions. And if you ask someone who isn't comfortable, then ask someone else. Asking your mom might make them uncomfortable. Because again, depending how old she is, she may not be used to sharing about her body, honestly. She may not be used to the question. She might be completely caught off guard. Maybe ask a sibling, a cousin, a friend. Ask them first if they're comfortable. Absolutely, absolutely ask them first if they're comfortable. You can ask them if they feel pain during their period or if they know that someone does. And it's really interesting to have a conversation with someone who doesn't have a painful period and someone who does. For example, my guest last week, Bianca, doesn't have that much of a painful period. She has other PMS symptoms during the month, a little bit of back pain, which I know I'm, I'm completely dialing down and pain is still pain. But compared to me, compared to her mom, they're completely different. You know, everyone has a completely different period experience and it's okay for you to ask. It is completely okay for you to ask. And I think that you should, because as I mentioned in another episode, when you learn to empathize, the world just becomes a bit of a better place. Okay. Empathy is needed. And I also just want to touch on belief. There's this really harmful narrative that I'm not sure where it began. Honestly, probably like (laughs) hundreds and hundreds of years ago, that period pain is kind of seen as a way out for people to do things for some reason. And a lot of people think people with period pain are faking it. That's why these things like these period stimulators are awesome because it can actually show you, Hey, stupid, this is what the pain feels like. And before you say anything, it's not only people that don't have uteruses that try them. It's people with uteruses as well, because again, everyone has a different period story and some people try it on and be like, Oh yeah, I feel this pain all the time. And they're on like a level seven, which is crazy because most of the people I've seen tried on can't go past five. It's nuts, but stop assuming that people are faking their pain. Okay. We're not all super well-trained soccer players that got kicked in the shin and roll for 10 feet and then are out for the whole game. This is something we get between ages, some as young as 10 to like 14 for a very, very long part of our life. It can get worse over time. It can develop. It can change. Our body continuously changes. It depends what you eat. depends your hormones. depends so many things that I mentioned before that we need to learn about. So stop assuming that people are faking their pain. Instead, you just ask that person, can I help you with anything? Or do you want to talk about it? Can I bring you something? You have no idea how bringing someone in pain even a glass of water can probably make them feel so much better. Instead of assuming the worst out of every single person, especially those who menstruate, because for some reason we're always at the forefront of the hate, start with empathy. If you were in pain a week minimum out of every month, would you want someone to be assuming that you're faking it? And I'm going to ask you one more question about this. If we were faking it, 
Don't you think we'd be really sick of faking it every single month, the same time, to the same level, while continuously having to do all of life's chores? Yeah, no one, no one wants to do that. So stop assuming people are faking it. And maybe start realizing that this is an issue and that you could be a part of the solution. This is why we need a better educational system when it comes to health, okay? And it needs to happen much younger. People need to learn about their bodies, learn that their bodies are changing, and they need to do so in elementary school. High school is much too late because most of the time people are learning it when they're like 15. And oh yeah, no shit, my body's changing. I just grew a foot over the last summer. You know, like we already know that. The issue is so many adults, especially conservative ones, assume that health education is sexualizing kids. It's absolutely not. It's teaching kids about their bodies, what to expect when they're changing and how to deal with it. It's teaching kids about puberty, periods, hormones, how their body's going to change in size, with hair, with acne. It's again, also teaching about empathy. Not only those who menstruate should be taught about periods and menstruation. Everyone should be. Everyone should be told what periods are, how often they happen, what could be needed during periods, what to do if someone around you has one, how to help, and so much more. Why are we conditioned to live life so separately and to be isolated when we're on our period? You go deal with your period in your room and come back out when you are a rational human again. How many times do we see that in the media? It's absolute trash. I used to prefer to be in my room on my period just because I didn't want to have to deal with anybody. I will agree to that. But then my younger brother became curious. And so I have two younger brothers. I have one who's 18 years younger than me and one who's five years younger than me. And so the one who's five years younger than me, when I was about 15, 16, he always wanted to help me. He always wanted to to come see if I needed anything. He was always helpful. We would watch a movie together. He would ask me, miss, can we watch a movie together? Can we, can we do this? Can we, can we do that? And he knew that I couldn't do much. And so he would help me downstairs. He would grab a bunch of snacks, get water. We would go together and we would just lie down on the couch and spend some time together. And it made me feel less crazy. Honestly, it's making me tear up now. Just thinking about it. It made me feel less isolated and I was more open about it too. But the education that he had received was just as bad as mine. There's none. There's none when it comes to health education, periods, menstruation, the uterus, anything. Even their own bodies they don't learn about. I didn't learn about it. Why is it so freaking bad to learn about our own damn bodies? We'll spend a whole semester on the Pythagorean theorem or whatever it is that I don't fucking use in my adult life. I've never once needed to use it. Let me tell you that. But I do have a calculator in my pocket, so take that. But I can't have a semester, a week, a day on my menstruation. I can't learn what the hell I'm going through. I can't learn that there are various conditions and that you have to go see a gynecologist at a certain age. What? How does that make sense? Everything is focused on incorrect things. We learned incorrect history. We learned math that no one uses but I can't learn about my own damn body. It makes me so frustrated and it's not okay. Our youth needs to be educated properly so that we can move forward in a better way. Can you imagine how different the world would be 
if everyone had a little bit more empathy, if things weren't just made in a patriarchal system, like that company that I talked about last week with my cousin, the media company that I had as a client, she has an amazing model. She has a team of only women and they're all cis born women and they all menstruate. So they go through phases when they're on their period. They spend time alone. It's usually work from home. It's quiet time. It's, it's comforting time. You're with your blanket. We don't have any meetings and that's what they do when it's different phases, like one that will be their creative phase and they'll get together and they'll have little meetings and they'll, they'll blow through so many amazing ideas, come up with new campaigns and everything. And then they have another phase that it's working on their own because they're just on an uphill. They know what they're doing. It's so great. They have another one that is a little bit more of a slow time. They go through it together. They sync everything. Do you know how many businesses would thrive if the model was done that way? I can't even imagine. And I'm not saying that everything needs to be focused around the uterus, that everything needs to be a matriarchal system. But I will say that we do know that matriarchal systems work better. (laughs) The exception of uh, one large one who was a raging bitch and died recently after a hundred something years of life, but that's different. So I'm going to stop ranting because I can go on for hours and hours about this. And I'm sure you can too. I know that this episode wasn't as calm and comforting as it usually is, but I think that we all need a little bit of rage once in a while, especially with the world we live in. So I'm going to ask again if you can fill out that form because I want to hear your stories and I would like to share them. And you can stay anonymous if you want to, but no pressure if you don't. If you want me to say your name, I will shout that name from the rooftops. Well, no, I will I will say them to my microphone, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So share with me. Let's, let's start telling people, let's start telling people all the shit we've been through. Let's start making people realize the stuff that they say is not okay. What they were taught is not correct and that they need to be taught differently. And if there is someone who has no idea what the hell they're talking about, call them out, call them out. You tell them to go research though, because it's not your job to educate them. If you want to, please do. But you tell them to go research because there's much more information available now than when we were growing up. So that's this week's episode. Thank you all so much for allowing me to take some time of your day. And remember to have a little empathy when it comes to those around you who have their periods. Maybe ask them about it. Ask them what they need. Don't be afraid. And also, stop assuming shit about periods. You look like an ass. (laughs) Thank you all. Have an amazing week.